Hello, good evening, good morning, whenever you're listening to this. Um, it's 4pm for me and did I just wake up? Yes, potentially. Feeling a little bit low energy today so I thought that it would be a good thing for myself to talk about um, what I'm going to discuss today. Um, because it's not only a good thing for me to talk to other people and try and help them but to remind myself of the ways that I I really know what I'm trying to word here just to remind myself that I'm great and I know what I'm doing sometimes so I thought today I would I'm just jumping straight into it you know talk about spending time alone and just kind of how to be okay with that and be comfortable with being alone and what I do by myself, hobbies, um, yeah, generally just how to spend time alone and not be consumed by your thoughts or, you know, the worry of missing out, like formal fear of missing out, whatever. Um, and I think this is a very relevant topic for me today because I am by myself, which I don't get very often. I don't really often get, um, the entire house to myself anymore. Um, I do still spend time alone. You know, I spend a lot of time in my room or, you know, driving about, etc. But I, it's been a long time since I get to sit in a completely empty space, which is what I have today. So I'm kind of taking advantage of this now before everyone comes home because I did just get out of my bed. I used to live um, away from home. I went to uni. Well, I still, I mean, I still attend uni, but you know, all online now. But I did, I did used to live, not alone. I lived with in first year of university. I moved into accommodation, the same I think most people do. And that was a really big change as I think it is for pretty much everyone when they move out. For the first time, it was really hard for me actually um, to move out into this place which was about three hours drive from where I live now, my hometown, and I had a lot of ties to home. Um, I had all my best friends at the time, were still sort of in in the hometown I am, or were at the uni where um, it's close to my hometown, and my family was here, and my boyfriend at the time was here, and it was very hard for me to move out and move in with again people I did not know and that was kind of the first time I ever had to spend a significant amount of time alone and work out like sort of navigate how to deal with that and I would just like to say I did not do it very well at all the first year of university for me was not great and it feels relevant to talk about now because I was I was alone I was very alone very lonely um like I said my best friends were here living at still near home and 
um, when you're, I was trying to do long distance, which a wee works for some people, um, but it's very, very difficult. It's not what um, I'm going to be talking about, but I would just, that is one thing I would just say, you know, to consider because it can be very lonely being away from your partner and from your friends and your family for the first time. And on top of that, I was living with people that I didn't know. And I, I mean, you get to know people quickly when you do live with them. However, I was unfortunately not not thriving in that environment because I was not very not very close with the people I lived with um I think I mean we're all partly to blame um on my my end I spent a lot of time traveling back and forth from home I didn't drive at the time so I spent majority of my first year of uni on the train between the city where I study and the city where I was born and um, it was it's very it was very very tough for me. So I was spending so much time on transport, traveling to and from. I didn't spend a lot of time with the people that I lived with. They all became very very close. Um, I don't really think it would have worked out too much anyway if I had spent a lot of time with them because we were all very different people. They were not the type of people I would normally hang around with or you know form close bonds with. But again, I think I definitely could have made more of an effort and spent time with them. But I was just, it was so overwhelming um, moving, being alone and again, being away from your security and the people that you want to be around with, especially when I was 17 and, um, you know, in your first big relationship and your friends, you you spend so much time in high school with the same people, with your, your closest friends, and then being that being kind of pulled away was very shocking. <laughs> very, I very quickly did have a, a bad effect on me. So I had to start learning how to be alone, which, you know, as I said, I did not do a very good job at. Um, it wasn't sort of until after the Christmas period of my first year of uni where things kind of started to go downhill and um, I wasn't really close to my, my high school friends anymore and um, my boyfriend and I at the time um, split up and I was then stuck in this city hours away from home with not very many friends feeling very alone and I'm I'm talking about this because I definitely have learned from that experience then how to spend time alone now because I didn't I it was so isolating at the time and I remember there was a couple weeks in that first year of university where all of my flatmates were at home studying because we were on break um I don't do very well studying in my house with you know my sister and my parents it's very it's quite chaotic. I don't. I'm. I'm not very good at studying in this environment. I have to sort of be at a library or in a different space that's not my sleep space because I have to. Um, I find it very difficult to compartmentalize my space. I'm very good at compartmentalizing as a person, but not my space where it's like my bed and my desk are in such close proximity. It's it's very difficult for me to to do that anyway. So I I moved back to 
when when you're at uni side note um I think a lot of people bounce back and forth from home and you're kind of not permanently anywhere um so when it was study period I was back at my uh, my flat um and I was alone and I remember being alone for I think it was about two or two and a half weeks and I was so isolated and alone that I pulled my mattress into the sort of living and kitchen area um and I had been alone for such a long period of time which was you know about the two weeks and when I went and I spoke to someone for the first time and I vividly remember it was just I walked to the campus Starbucks which you know about 20 minute walk or whatever and I spoke out loud for the first time in about 10 days and my voice just came out as a like complete crack it was and I remember just saying like thinking to myself I have not spoken to a human being in about 10 days I've not seen anyone I've been trapped alone and really I hadn't done anything but study but because I was in such a bad mindset with everything that had gone on um the months before and I was so alone that I just hadn't done anything with my time and I you know you fall into these bad patterns and it was it was actually it was really really tough and I I can pinpoint parts of my life where I've thought okay well that was a really really tough time for me and that was one of the worst I do have to say that was one of the absolute lowest points of just being completely alone in a in a space um where you don't feel comfortable you don't feel happy and it's kind of, it was still kind of new and I hadn't even been there it was nowhere near a year I think it was only about six months um and it was just so isolating and looking back on that now I do feel really really bad for you know previous me you know years ago me um but it has led me to learn how to spend time alone now a lot better and I take a little breather for a second because when I asked um I sent I sent this podcast to a couple of my friends before I uploaded my last um week's episode and a lot of them said just you need to <laughs> you don't take breaks you just talk and yeah I know that's I do I do generally just just not shut up so I'm gonna take a little breather so if I just okay okay I think that's good I'm just I'm just trying to take on the feedback that I got given um so looking looking back to that time I have learned a lot and then again I moved out to after the summer of that you know I moved back to university and because I've been so alone and isolated in my first year, I feel like I hadn't made any good connections and good friends. Besides, you know, one of my best friends, Heather, I'm so grateful for her. Um, she had her other friends as well, which she was living with and, you know, offered. But I'm very much one of those people that I'm so scared of being annoying. And I know I'm a very annoying person. I've embraced the annoyingness of... Um, being a very loud, bubbly, um, kind of outgoing person, a lot of people do think that is annoying, but it was more, I don't like to feel as if I'm an inconvenience, that is very tough to me, and sorry, I'm just moving positions on the floor, so there's weird, weird noises going on, um, yeah, I hate to feel like an inconvenience, so I said, you know what, no, I'm going to move back in 
to student accommodation for my second year I'm going to move in with completely random people again and maybe this will give me an opportunity to meet more people because I didn't feel like I'd had the same experience in first year that everybody else around me was having they were all making friends and really settling in and um, when we went into second year everyone from home because you know we come home in the summer and then go back etc and everyone from home was having like had had the best time and had made all these friends and I felt so again just different in the sense that I hadn't had that experience so I decided I was like you know what I'm not going to be all alone this year I'm going to move in and with different people and hopefully make some new friends which I, I, I did um do that and I made some friends unfortunately then I did have to leave university which I took a year out I was very unwell so I had to take some time out did that help with the isolation and loneliness absolutely not it just gave me more time alone but this time I was back in my childhood home where I think it's very hard to grow when you're bouncing back and forth from living at home to then living with your family and you know just this back and forth cycle and because I was unwell I had to take a medical leave from university and I was at home again stuck again um not having the same experiences that everyone else was having I didn't I at this point had not known anyone and it was something I've never really heard of that someone had taken a year a sort of gap year in essence in the middle of their degree because it was that was what I had to do I completed first year and then I went into second year and after a couple months of that that was when I had to leave so I was then back at home and spending a lot of time by myself yet again because at home I have my my mum, my stepdad and my sister. Mum and stepdad both work full time, probably more than full time and my sister was, um, we weren't very close at that point and she was at school all the time anyway so I was in a house alone practically every day this caused me to watch a lot of terrible television, which, you know, not my finest moments, and just being completely lost as to what to spend my time with, because I had never spent a big chunk of my time without academics or without a project on how to spend my time. Let's see. Speaking of time, I'm going to check where I am on this, because I've got things to say. Okay, we're good. Only 15 minutes in. Um, and... Yeah, this was again me spending time on my own. And I am not, I was not at the time very good at dealing with my own thoughts and my own company. Which I have definitely changed now because I love my own company and I love spending time alone. So because of all of that, um, that year ended and then the pandemic began so I have now been at home it's what March 2021 and I have been at home since the end of October 2019 which to me is insane like that is a long time considering I only moved out for the first time in September of 2018 um, so I have I've actually really not spent much time away from home and I've, you know, this has all led me to make the decision that when I move back out after summer, I'm going to decide to live in an apartment 
alone. I just want to live with myself. I need some space away from constant company, which is, and don't get me wrong, I'm so grateful um, to have my sister here because I know a lot of people in the pandemic and lockdown have been on their own and I could not imagine that. I think I'm very, very grateful that, you know, our relationship has grown and I've had her with me. But I do think when I leave again, I've managed to have all this growth that I've decided to live alone. And that has definitely come from the growth of loving myself and loving to spend time with myself, which is where we have got to now. Again, sorry for the noise on the floor. I sat on my bathroom floor to film this, so if there's a lot of creaking, that's what it is. Um, Another breather I think we're going to take here because I'm just going to quickly have a little break. There we go. Lovely. We can all take a breather. Um, moving forward to how I spend my time alone. Am I amazing at this yet? No. I still... I'm, I'm talking about all these um, topics that I'm going to be discussing on here and last week and this week. I'm not an expert at anything by any means. I have grown a lot and matured a lot and I now am someone who majority of the time loves themselves and I still have days of struggle the same way everybody has days of struggle. There are still some days where the thought of spending time alone really does suck. For example, last night I was so, I did not want to spend time alone that I made my friend FaceTime me for hours <laughs> and I sat and painted my nails on FaceTime with her. And even just sitting there in comfortable silence, I'm very grateful to have friends that I can sit in silence with <laughs> and it's not awkward or uncomfortable. Um, so that was what I done last night because I really did not want to spend time alone with my thoughts because sometimes we don't want to do that. And there's just, uh, there's nothing we can really do about it. So I think distraction is a great tool that we can use, for example, FaceTiming someone or doing something with a lot of noise because when you don't want to be alone with your thoughts, silence is quite literally the worst thing. <laughs> for me anyway, I don't know about anyone else, but I can't stand it. Something else, I used to do a lot more was go running. I like to run with a podcast more than music because it gives me something to focus on. If you're listening to someone else's words, you're not, it's not habit. Whereas if sometimes when you listen to music, if you know the words and you know what's coming up, it's easier to lead yourself astray and then again, fall back into the things in your head. Okay, moving, that got a little bit too deep too quickly. <laughs> um, spending time alone. I have developed a lot more hobbies. Was the pandemic and the lockdown a factor in that? Absolutely. I am very thankful in a sense for that. And I think I mentioned this in my last podcast episode that I have definitely retreated slightly back to a lot of the things I used to love doing and I actually I really don't know what I talked about last week too much that I 
can't remember, but I saw a post on, I think it was Twitter maybe, and it, someone said, have we, and some, they were talking about retreating back to your 13 year old self, and someone said, have we really retreated back to our 13 year old selves, or are we just doing the things we want to do now without fear of judgment of those around us, and that, nothing has really stuck with me like that in a long time, because I have picked up so many hobbies, or, you know, just things that I speak about or do that I would never have done a year and a half ago, purely out of fear of judgment of those around me. And that is insane to me that I was not comfortable enough with myself and I was so worried about what other people thought that I didn't even want to, I don't know, post certain things on Instagram or Twitter and I didn't want to talk about stuff that I loved or I was passionate about out of fear of judgment and this is something I'm going to get into more in another topic which is something I'm very passionate about um and I think a lot of it stems from misogyny and sexism of young women not being able to enjoy things which again I am so passionate about and I probably will talk about in a future episode but that's not I mean I'm not going down that road right now or I did just have to cut something out so I think I, I really hope I ended that on a sentence I think on a sentence, on the end of a sentence, um, I did have to blow my nose. I could hear myself getting very stuff, snuff, snuffly, sniffly, and that is really annoying to listen to. I apologize. Um, so yeah, like I said, I'm not going to be discussing that today because I definitely do want to talk about that in another episode. But moving back to lockdown, um, and changing things, which I did definitely talk about last week um changing things about yourself and forming new hobbies that is one of the biggest ways i consume consume my time that's not that's not proper english um that is one of the ways i spend my time is with my new hobbies which definitely came from no longer fearing judgment I was, I think I, I think I genuinely just talked about this, but I was always very scared of what other people around me thought of me. I hate to be like, oh, I was so different, blah, 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 because you're, you're not, I wasn't really different, different, but I think anyone who grows up in a small town and is, doesn't really fit into the norms is always very, very much understanding um, of there is you if you are slightly different like you feel very very different whether that is you know in your looks the, your hobbies your interests I've always kind of felt like that and I'm sure a lot of other people did too in my town because it's very much we we're very much small town type people here and it's you can you can't really I don't know where I was going with that. We are very, we are very much a small town, town type town. <laughs> How many times did I say town? Um, oh my god! Now I'm laughing at myself and I've lost my train of thought. Please, okay. Um, so I've stopped being embarrassed at myself, and a a lot of that has come from what I discussed last week and cutting out certain people and outgrowing people. I hate. To talk bad about others um who I know so I'm not gonna do that but there was people in my life 
who would always say to me that the things I'd done were embarrassing. And you don't really realise how detrimental these types of comments are until you're on the other side and you've moved on from that person or people or they're no long you're no longer affected by their words. But I would always get things like, Oh, this your tweets are so embarrassing or you shouldn't have this Instagram account or post this. That's really cringy. That's really embarrassing. To the point where I remember um, someone I was with told me that they were embarrassed by my private Instagram account. And this was at the time where everyone I knew had um, a private Instagram where we just kind of posted spam stuff. And he said no, it's really cringy, I'm not following it, please remove me from that, it's so embarrassing. And those tiny little comments really stick with me. I can be quite sensitive um, in that way that I was, I was so desperate for the approval of people I admired, whether that was my, my boyfriend or my friends, that it was, I then felt so ashamed to have an Instagram and I don't know if I feel other people would definitely relate to this, especially when they get out of relationships or friendships and they see, okay, that that maybe that wasn't good. Um, so I it's kind of growing apart from all these people and these friends has helped a lot. One thing that I done, and I, the thing is, I I know probably people from home will listen to this. It's not personal. It's kind of personal, but it's not really personal. That I blocked every single person who I didn't speak to on my Twitter account so I could post freely and not care. I have not like a massive following or whatever on my Twitter but I have quite a lot of um you know support on there and I can post whatever I want and I, I don't care. I will constantly post about the television shows I'm watching and there's a I follow and have a lot of um, friends on there who do the same thing and we're just not embarrassed about it because we've removed the element of embarrassment I don't want these people seeing my content so I'm not gonna let them because why would I why would I want to risk feeling ashamed of things I enjoy what for the sake of someone feeling oh annoyed because I blogged them like it's not that deep it's never that deep it's social media it doesn't need to be a big deal um, this is, I really don't know where that came from. I definitely keep going on tangents and forgetting my original point. Uh, thinking, thinking. Oh yeah, so I that was where a lot of my lack of judgment came from because I met a lot of people. The power of the internet is crazy to me and will never not be insane. But um, I have met three or four of my absolute best friends of all time through being fr- following each other on Twitter and I that sounds crazy to me when you say it out loud because especially with a lot of adults again sorry creaky floorboards adults and even just kind of millennials I guess slightly older people they're always very wary of oh don't talk to strangers online which of course you should not if you're underage or not careful I am so so thankful that um, I that social media exists because I genuinely have met some of the best people ever who have helped me greatly and to not feel ashamed by my hobbies, whether that is writing um, and kind of not publishing my writing, obviously that sounds insane, but writing things or editing photos and 
it's it sounds I do I feel like I'm not making any sense but these tiny little things which I was always so scared to do out of fear of judgment and the people around me and me not wanting to embarrass them stopped me from enjoying my life and enjoying my spare time I am 20 years old which when I was 15 sounded like a very grown-up age now I'm 20 I realize that I am not a grown-up age we are in between that stage of kind of teens and adults and you are technically an adult but then you're not treated like an adult and you're still in education so you're not fully like out in the world and we're allowed to be and there's no there's no age limit on hobbies you're allowed to do things because you enjoy them and you shouldn't worry that oh you're too old for that or oh you're that's embarrassing to do that I again I understand I don't think I'm making much sense but it's because I get so passionate about this because why on earth would you listen and I, I, I understand that it's so hard it's so much easier when you're on the other side to say please don't let other people's opinions affect you because I was the person that let everyone's opinion affect me but now I'm so so happy that I've moved forward and I've met people similar to me who have the same interests as me who love tweeting about tv shows or um making jewelry or editing pictures and videos and just all these little things that I would never have done before and never been vocal about doing it I now do because I have cut off people and I have grown and matured and understood that you do not need the approval of others to do the things you love because at the end of the day it's a very cliche quote but people are going to make fun of you no matter what you do so you might as well just do what you want and that really does resonate with me now and that is I really have stopped this fear of judgment from allowing me to do things I enjoy. This last 10 minutes I feel has just been a whole load of ramble. So I'm gonna kind of, let me just check on the time. Okay, great. Um, I'm gonna kind of get back to the point again of, but the, no, no, that is the point. And I'm gonna stop apologizing for my speaking because it's, I can say what I want, but that is one of the things that has made me love spending time by myself. And that was because I now do the things I love and I just do them and I don't it doesn't I don't need to worry about it because I I I like watching TikTok and engaging in all the chat about the last season of Criminal Minds or whatever it is I'm interested in that week or these little things which I used to be like oh but I can't do that when I'm a grown up like when I was 15 I used to have like just constantly talk about excuse me, television and books and show, shows of television, the same thing, movies, and I would then be thinking, well, I've got to enjoy this while I can because I can't fangirl over bands and artists and TV shows when I'm older. Says who? My mum still obsesses over Bon Jovi and One Direction. I don't know. Like, why? If, she, if, they're, if you're allowed as an adult to enjoy things why can't I enjoy it now in the moment without judgment and then I think a lot of this again me coming back to it does definitely come down to sexism a lot of the time because I think of practically every single man I've ever known has been obsessed with a sport whether that's football or rugby or golf or whatever and they are allowed to have 
merch, t-shirts, posters, bedding of their favourite football team. They're allowed to post about it constantly and get excited whenever they're playing a game and they go and they're it's so exciting to them and they post about it and no one says that's embarrassing. No one says you oh, we shouldn't post that because that's embarrassing. You shouldn't be passionate about it. That's embarrassing. So if they can post about that, why can't I post about this? Do you know what I mean? This seems really not relevant, but it is very relevant to me because this is something that's made me enjoy spending time alone because these... I like talking about this. I like talking about TV and I like doing all the things that are associated with that whether that is genuinely have made some of the best friends of my entire life through our mutual interest of television shows which sounds again kind of lame if you are worrying about what other people think but I'm not worried about that anymore so that is I wouldn't class that as a hobby because it's not a hobby but that is how I've kind of enjoyed started spending time alone because I started again retreating back to things I used to do and I thought well what what used to make me happy and that did so now I do it again other hobbies I have picked up in the past you know year or so is I make a lot of jewelry now um I started just making it for myself and then I got a lot of people messaging me and asking for it and at first I was like yeah of course I'll just make you one like you're my friend and I would give them it and then I started thinking well I know disclaimer you don't need to capitalize on your hobby for it to be a valid hobby however I did start selling my jewelry which was something I never would have done because I was so I would have been so scared about people's judgment of posting it and thinking oh they're gonna that they're gonna say oh that's why is she doing that that's you know it's this bitchy small town high school mentality that people are stuck in which makes you afraid to do things and so that is, these are, you know, some things I do to kill time alone in the lockdown and I am very happy with my decisions to do these things and I keep losing my train of thought. Anyway, that can be wrapped up there. That is a little discussion on hobbies. Um, Slightly more on spending time alone. Before the lockdown, this is... I used to go shopping a lot by myself, which I still sometimes do, but I mean, shopping in Asda is not quite the same as going around, you know, the charity shops and the little stores and clothing places because it's not the same and I know it's not the same, but again, we can't really do a lot of the things we used to do quite yet. And speaking of which, I think I'm getting my vaccine in the next couple of weeks, which is so exciting because that we are I'm finally seeing the beginning of the end of this thing and I can start doing my little outings I take myself on a lot of dates I go for coffee I go for lunch by myself I used to go to the cinema by myself um the you know go out for dinner go to the shops I would get my nails done, my nail lady, I miss her a lot, it's the only thing I miss about the city I go to in the end. These are all little things I started doing because once you become comfortable with yourself, you can do all the things you want to do alone because if you think about it, when I would say to people, yeah, I'm going to cinema by myself, 
They'd be like, why? Do you talk to anyone in the cinema? No. Do you talk to people when you're sat watching television in your bedroom? No. Why can't I go to the cinema? Just watching a film. If you think about the reasons why you're afraid to do something, they all sound so silly in the grand scheme of things. Like, oh, I'm scared people are going to judge me in the cinema for watching a film alone. Please. I can watch a film alone in my room. I can watch a film alone in a big... And you're not alone. You're with strangers. They're all there. And honestly, it's at the point where I don't think people care that much about others to the point where they're going to look at someone alone in the cinema or alone for dinner and think, that's so lame. They've not got anyone with them. Because is it really? Would you think that? If you were in the cinema with your friend, boyfriend, girlfriend, anyone... And you saw someone alone just sitting, eating their popcorn, watching a movie, enjoying themselves. You're not going to be like, oh my god, that's so embarrassing. Well, if you are, then I think you should take a step back and evaluate why you think that it's embarrassing for someone to do something they love by themselves. Because some people might not have loads of friends around them to spend time with. Some people might not want to spend a lot of time with others. And no matter what your reasoning is to do something alone it's quite okay because you're allowed to love yourself and spend time with yourself. I genuinely think I've talked so much and not said one thing that you can take from this. No, no, that's not true. Stop putting yourself down. Me at myself right now. Um, I'm just, I know that it's so much easier to say these things than it is to put them into practice. But please genuinely just think, why can I, what is stopping me from doing this? What is stopping me from loving myself? What is stopping me from enjoying my time on this planet alone, doing the things I love? Which, again, sounds very, I, I mean, I know that it's not always easy. People have various different reasons to why they don't want to do things or are scared to do things a lot of which does stem from mental health problems and I know that as someone who suffers themselves so some days it is really difficult for me to want to spend time by myself and want to do things so I'm not talking about when you know you're feeling really down or if you have genuine like valid obstacles in your way because same as today I got out of bed at 4 p.m I didn't want to spend time alone last night so I FaceTimed my friend I was really struggling and I do sometimes struggle but that doesn't mean that I'm gonna feel like this all the time and again I sound so blocked up right now because I have a cold so please I'm sorry for my (laughs) nasally voice um so like I said it's not always easy but I think hearing from other people especially I am not I don't even want to say I'm not perfect but that's so cliche I don't I, I'm a person who has a lot of obstacles and has struggles a lot and I do especially with loving myself because I do have mental health problems which I tackle every day but I think they are they are completely a separate issue loving myself and you know suffering with depression is a they're so they're two different things and just because you have mental illness doesn't mean that you can't like who you are. I think there's always these stereotypes of 
mental health that you're so down all the time and you can't and it is like that sometimes and I, I feel like this is completely off topic but I want you to know that coming from someone who experiences these things I can still have a lot of the time where I do love myself and I do appreciate my time alone I don't really know where all that came from but I think it's sometimes nice to hear other people who struggle and if I can get through it then so can you you know and it takes it's hard and takes time but these are just little things sometimes it is generally just hearing other people saying you can do this for you to have that push and I'm saying I'm telling you you can do this and I can do this and we can all love ourselves and spend time and not feel really lonely because would you really feel less lonely at the cinema with someone else probably not because you're focusing on the film and I know that that's not the case for everything but it kind of is like you can go out for dinner and you're focusing on your food you don't need to be focusing on the person in front of you you can go to the store and the shops and buy yourself some clothes or some books or whatever it is you want to buy and you don't need to be focusing on a person you're with you can focus on the items that you're getting for yourself or if it's an experience if you want to go to a museum but you don't want to go alone would you really be focusing on the person next to you or would you be focusing on the art in front of you and I I don't know I don't know how to wrap this up because I feel like I just I've just talked again which I have but I don't know how to finish finish this now um yeah anyway that's all for today I guess because I'm I feel like I'm losing I'm losing myself I'm losing you here but this podcast was made by Anchor if you want to make a podcast then Anchor is great and free and it uploads everything for you so all you have to do is record it you can trim them down etc you can see how many people have streamed your podcast speaking of which my podcast from last week has 65 listens 65 different people listen to me talk which is crazy and I'm very thankful so thank you so much if you listened last week and if you listened this week and to everyone who messaged me such amazing kind things I appreciate every single one of you and it was so it made my heart very very happy to hear that you took something that I said and it resonated with you or you know, you're thinking of things I say and it makes you happy and that's all I can ask for. So thank you so much. Um, I hope you have a great rest of your day, night, whatever time it is. Um, and I will see you next week, I guess. So have a great week. Do something on your own. That is <laughs> your homework from me do something you love by yourself do put yourself slightly out of your comfort zone whether that's something so small like posting something that you would normally post on social media or doing something alone which you wouldn't normally do so thanks have a great week and i'll see you next time <laughs>